0: This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Order, order. Hello and welcome to Reporters Without Orders, a podcast where we talk about what made news, what didn't and some things that absolutely shouldn't have. I'm your host Snigdha and joining me today are three News Laundry reporters. Ayush, also known as the new NL intern. Yeah, of course. We'll get to that later. Uh, Veena. Hi. She recently did an interview with Sandeep Dikshit from the Congress and Ayan, who Hi. recently attended on Sunday, if I'm yeah, not wrong, right? The day um, before yesterday, yeah. Arvind swearing in ceremony. So before we begin the podcast, I want to tell all the new listeners that news laundry is a hundred percent ad free news platform. And we need your support to stay afloat, so please pay to keep news free. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash subscription and pick a plan of your choice. The lowest one starts as less... It starts from 300 bucks yeah. a month, which is not much. a
1: day. <laughs> I know,
0: which is Debt not much. Death is costlier. Exactly. So do you want to tell our listeners about spotify
1: yes i would um, and other
0: platforms
1: if you're watching us on youtube or listening to us on spotify or Castbox, remember we have a website www.newslandry.com there are lots of reports coming out media critiques interviews these days and you can check them all out on the website
0: yes great so let's begin with some bizarre news stories Veena, you go first. Okay, fine. Uh, So, (laughs) I read this
2: news report uh, where this Hindu Mahasabha president, Swami Chakrapani, has come out with this. uh, Chakrapani? Chakrapani.
0: Chakrapani. Yeah,
2: he has come out with this uh, extremely enlightening information uh, that coronavirus is an avatar uh, to kill the people who eat meat. Avatar of whom? Avatar of, you know, so we had the Narasimha who has come, you know, and he killed the demon. So coronavirus will kill everybody who eats uh, meat. meat. So you, his solution to this is you have to create an idol named coronavirus and ask for forgiveness. Uh, So if coronavirus, Bhagwan, you know, basically gives you. Uh, you know the apology <laughs> <Ayush>. <laughs> you're demanding for. Yeah, then you're saved. This is That's real. It. Yeah, this is real. This is wow. And this is some organization which are um, which our government is, you know, sort of ideologically <laughs> sort <Yeah>.
1: of uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. attached. Yeah. So Ayush, what about you?
1: There was a video of uh, Jaggi Vasudev, also known as Sadhguru, which surfaced recently. It's from 2017, hmm. in which he says that if a woman give uh, gives birth to a set of twins. Hmm. One boy and one girl, mm-hmm. then each of her different breasts will ooze different kinds of milk. What? Oh, yes. yeah. This video is from 2017. Yeah, it's yeah. from Yeah, even I
2: thought it's a recent, yeah, one. Yeah,
3: it's a recent okay. one.
1: If it had been, I think because the kind of backlash he's been getting, he because, might be tailoring um, his, you know, nonsense. Yeah, because boys need
0: different nutrients and. Or, yeah, I don't, don't know how need that. need different nutrients.
3: I mean, logically, he's I mean, been peddling a lot of nonsense. Yeah, of,
1: it's, it's, it's you know, pseudoscience yeah, so. that sounds
3: very true yeah. but it's not ayan okay so uh, i came across this uh, matrimonial ad which hmm. has become very viral on twitter
0: oh yes yes i know
3: so i mean nobody knows in which newspaper this surfaced hmm. but uh, there is a gentleman called dr abhinav kumar and hmm. he is a dentist by profession hmm. so he has listed out a very long list of criteria qualities that he wants in his like prospective bride so it starts with Any very fair, beautiful, very loyal, very trustworthy, loving, caring, brave, powerful, rich. (laughs) (laughs) It it doesn't end there, okay? Now the interesting part starts from here. And then in caps, he writes, extremely patriotic to India with a keen desire to increase India's military and sports capabilities, an extremist but compassionate, an expert in child raising and an excellent cook, Indian Hindu Brahmin working girl from Jharkhand or Bihar. Oh my God, this so, is oh. as specific as so, it gets. So How many
0: women does he want? At <laughs> least 100, according uh,
3: to this. And, 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 and uh, Dr. Sahib has also given his number. So at the end of the ad, he writes that uh, there is no hurry on marriage, but he's like looking for all these qualities. So yeah. So he wants
1: to marry Shefali Vaidya, basically.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Now you know about those people better than us, so yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. Jharkhand? Good luck, Shefali. Yeah. Good now luck. is your time, Shefali. I hope you don't remain uh, single for the rest of your life. Yeah, he's number Or maybe you should. So if yeah, number
2: is
3: available. Meets these desired <laughs> yeah. criteria, so you can contact so, him. So
0: my bizarre news is not from india again what again <laughs> it's like it's, a... from, it's it's better than okay. all of yours
2: okay uh, so okay.
0: pablo escobar it's about rich people and their weird fetishes oh. so pablo escobar had this uh, he had this huge property where he collected a lot of exotic animals like he got giraffes and zebras so he got four hippos And this was back uh, before the 90s, before he died, right? And uh, now what's happened, people have discovered that these hippos, they've multiplied. And because they poop in water, right? All hippos poop in water. So all the lakes around that area, the oxygen level has gone down, which is causing problems like algae is increasing and that's uh, fishes are dying because you know oxygen levels are going down. So and now now because these hippos they look fat and cute but then they're very aggressive right? (laughs) So people don't know what to do with them. So...
1: You know what hippos are called in Hindi? uh, Any one of you?
3: No.
0: Uh, No. Jal ghoda or something Jal
1: they, no they're called dariai ghoda dariai, dariai ghoda, ghoda. Yeah. i was close i learned this in the hindi version of man vs wild <laughs> 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 i happened to watch
0: once yeah bear too yeah, you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hindi <laughs> anyway so let's uh get to ayan you went to the swearing-in mm, first yeah. of all tell me ayan did the prime minister turn up
3: no. He, he was didn't. invited. So he was the only VIP invited to the occasion, but oh. uh, the Prime Minister didn't turn up. I mean, he, of course, posted some congratulatory message, yeah. but he didn't turn up. Are
2: you tell me about sad. the baby cage room, though? No, did he, he come <laughs> out, out, out. <laughs> he was all across. So, like, yeah, he was Aditha there. Our
3: video producer, Aditya, and I went there and we, uh, you know, just spent a lot of time looking for the baby Kajriwal. <laughs> but uh, we did spot a baby Kajriwal, but that was not, not the original the, oh, one. Oh, oh, oh there are more now there is an original baby Kajriwal. Yeah, yeah, I wow, did not believe this. <laughs> and this so called original one, he was invited by the Ahmad Party to yeah, this yeah, wedding yeah, ceremony. Yeah. So maybe I think he was busy, you know, clicking pictures and stuff.
2: Oh,
0: yes, there were lots of was there. Raghav Chadda took pictures with him. Yeah so I he was like yeah, v- so
2: with
3: the VIPs like, is I know, mean like. I think apart from Modi he was the other VIP yeah. right but right yeah.
0: right Manisha cracked a very funny joke the other day on our group right she was like I won't be surprised if uh, <laughs> this kid turns out to be a uh, right supporter of extre- yeah yeah extremist <laughs> <laughs> right wing <laughs> extremists because of what yeah. their what his parents have done to it him. It is a
1: little too much with the <laughs> kid. I mean he shouldn't yeah. be paraded around for yes. media yes. consumption. Yes. Yeah. But how was the atmosphere there? I mean I'm curious. Oh well,
3: there was a lot of people. I mean I mean expectedly so and uh, Aam Party supporters and volunteers from outside Delhi also turned up yeah. in large numbers, and they were yeah I mean people started uh, going to the Ram Medan from very early in the morning say 39. We reached there at around 10, 10:15, 10, and the actual ceremony uh, begins like slightly after noons, so I think around 12:30. Oh. So for the like so two, two and a half hours, people are just you know coming and. Just waiting for the leaders to arrive and ceremony to begin. So yeah, it was a so nice you experience. We managed to
0: speak to a lot of people. Yeah, we supporters. spoke to a number of people, what, what supporters, uh, volunteers.
3: Uh, we basically wanted to know what these people expected from the new government. Mm. Now, of course, basic necessities like water and ele- electricity. Mm-hmm. What the government has done over the past five years. Right. Uh, so all these, uh, you know, schemes. They want these to continue. And then again, uh, the focus on education. That's another area of concern. But I think uh, the topmost concern or the priority for all the people that we spoke with was uh, regarding women's security. And now, of course, I mean, they are happy with some of the initiatives like mm. street lights and CCTV cameras, mm. but they believe that these are still very limited to certain areas. So they want these, you know, ski, uh, initiatives to just reach uh, wider areas and wider sections of people. But one thing I found very surprising uh, throughout my conversations is that not a single person spoke about air pollution yeah. in Delhi. And I think it's very reflective of the news cycle, you know, that deals with air pollution. You know, I mean, air pollution makes it to the news only uh, for two months towards the end of the year. And then again, once it becomes so-called, you know, better.
0: Once the smog is not visible, then we just just forget it.
2: And moreover, AAP made it very clear. I mean, AAP washed its hand uh, much before, like saying that it is not... I mean, it is yeah, not yeah. It is blaming control. Others. I mean, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, they sort of, uh, you know, left Put it the blame to Punjab. And
0: Punjab. And Punjab. Okay,
3: that's sort of political also, but I yeah, think, yeah. I expected at least four or five people to talk about pollution. Not a single person uh, spoke about pollution. But
0: AAP has pledged to reduce air they pollution have, by one are third, right? They talking
3: about, right? you know, uh, installing some, you know, air filters and stuff like that. But right. it hasn't been an issue the way it, has, it should have been in this True, election. It's worse yeah. even today,
2: by the and way. And filter, the air, by the way,
1: the, you know, in climate change, there are just two... Camps. One is like pro mitigation, and one is mm. pro adaptation. Yeah. One says you reduce it, another says it's gonna happen. You so, yeah. get try to, to live with it. Yeah. So if you put, and uh, if you try to put air purifiers, mm. you're not p- dealing yeah, with the Yeah, eventually you're adding
0: yeah. to it because of power but consumption. But it be interesting
1: if you should uh, shift the election cycle back to November. If you oh, have then, yeah, election. exactly. That's <laughs> a good point. But yeah. I have a question. Do you think it is because the media cycle that does not concern itself mm. with pollution, that mm. people don't talk about it? Mm. Or do you think it's because it's people don't, don't talk th- about it, so the media also does not concern itself with the question at all?
3: I mean, I don't, I think, I mean, we can't see, you know, one, uh, like, in isolation i mean both the things are related only i mean i think the conversation is of course inspired in some cases by the media discourse Mm -hmm. but again it's it's vice versa also i think so both the things should go hand in hand basically the point is that overall discourse is not bothered by pollution air pollution it's an issue for like a couple of months and then everyone forgets about it. i think
0: it's also to do with people liking to be a bit towards uh you know the delusional side they don't want to deal with yeah. the fact that every day they're breathing poison no, I mean, because I think at least you know it's yeah. like a way of survival sort of right i think that it's you don't want to be t- this
1: election was st- and all elections are yeah. so much centered around the deliverance of statement ma- state delivering things to the people. Yes, yes. Of you know, electricity, water, subsidy. Mm. The whole an Indian election is about what the state will give the, right. to the people. True. That and the state cannot solve this problem also. Mm. It has to be, you know, in civil society initiative. True. So if you the problem is that relationship and yeah. the obsession around it, mm. As long as that holds, I don't think air pollution will have any... Exactly. But I think, entrance. I mean, at
3: least in four states, Delhi, Haryana, Punjab, and Uttar Pradesh, air pollution should be an important issue. Or if not in the assembly elections, in Lok Sabha elections, it should be an issue because these four states combined, they send like close to 100 MPs, you know. So it's mm. it's a major issue. I mean, yeah. look at Uttar Pradesh. I think out of the uh, 10 most polluted cities in India, I think two, three fall with just within mm-hmm. Uttar Pradesh only. So... I mean, it's a very, I don't know, very awkward situation. I mean, people don't talk about it.
2: But anyway, saw so your video. I mean, it's quite cheery. I mean, people are like <laughs> yeah, really you loud. Do, and.
1: You should go and watch Ayans video, Ayan's, video report. Yeah, yeah. Please. What is it called?
3: It's titled as what ARP supporters yeah. expect from Garvin K G. And it's on YouTube. Yes, yeah. go check
0: and it out. And on the website as well. Also, An, uh, despite Ahmadmi Party's victory, yeah. BJP did they did lose six uh, seats to BJP, right? Yes. Um, why was that? <laughs> I mean, BJP had a decent vote uh, rise in their vote share yes. from 32 to 38 percent, right?
3: six percent, six percentage point increase yeah. in vote share. Yeah. And so,
0: uh, which were these seats, and what were the reasons that? So, BJP in
3: 2015, won? Uh, BJP won Rohini, Mustafabad, and uh, Vishwas Nagar. Now, this time, they failed to retain Mustafaabad. But apart from that, like, of course, they failed to retain one of the three seats, but mm-hmm. they uh, won six new seats. Right. And these are the seats, uh, uh, Ghonda, then uh, Karawal Nagar, then Lakshmi Nagar, uh, Gandhi Nagar, uh, then uh, Rotha Nagar and B- Badarpur. So out of the six seats, three fall in Northeast Delhi parliamentary mm. constituency, which is represented by uh, BJP's Delhi Chief Manoj mm. Tiwari. And this uh, Lok Sabha constituency has a huge, you know, concentration, huge population of you know migrant workers from uh, Uttar Pradesh and Bihar and Jharkhand, mm. who are largely called Purvanchalis. Yeah. So I think uh, BJP through their rhetoric of you know Shahin they you know successfully mobilized. Uh, especially the hindu voters you know they they just you know managed to convince them to rally behind the party mm. and i think that is an area where the armed Army party failed right. and i think that's the impression i got after speaking to a number of voters across these constituencies mm. so that fact apart from yeah. their jump six percentage point jump in vote share i think right. these are like the two takeaways for the bjp in
0: this election right uh, moving on to veena It was an interesting interview, right? Because uh, just before the elections, when we were trying to get an interview with uh, Sandeep Dixit, Hmm. he was like, no, I don't know. I I haven't been asked to campaign. That was his answer, which is very surprising. So... Um, yeah, after talking to him, me. it is not a
2: surprise because yeah. he is... Uh, yeah, so tell us more, <laughs> tell us more. Yeah, so uh, what exactly happened is um, a PC Chako, who was the Delhi in charge um, uh, for the Congress, um, he uh, sort of gave a statement to ANI uh, saying that 2013 elections uh, were the elections when we lost, uh, when uh, Sheila uh, Dixit's government was in place. That is the time when we lost all our uh, voter base to mm-hmm. up and we haven't been able to retain them. So, uh, Till now, uh, they were actually praising um, Sheila Dixit and using her work for campaigning. Yeah, the
0: whole campaign was based yes, on her. Yes, I did yeah. a whole story saying yeah, that, you know, you they did. don't
2: have any leaders. It's Sheila Dixit's ghost who yeah. is campaigning for them. Uh, and just after the results come out, uh, Chaku hits back saying that, um, that the decline started under yeah, her itself. And uh, yeah, so sort of blaming her. Right. And there was a lot of criticism, uh, backlash yeah. uh, against him. Yeah, and um, Sheila Dixit's uh, daughter, Latika, she came up first and Mm. said that, you know, you shouldn't have used her work uh, for campaigning. So uh, my first um, attempt was to contact her, but then she was out of um, Mm. um, India at that moment. Uh, So I contacted Sandeep Dixit Mm. uh, saying that this has been happening. What do you think? So he was like, I'm over. Uh, we'll chat okay so i went and he was though he tried uh, to behave that no i mean i'm not uh, disturbed or like you know chaku is you know he says things and i won't reveal a lot about my interview because you'll have to go and watch go it, and watch it. Uh, yeah but uh, he was quite critical um, about um, the party his own party uh, yeah congress um And yeah, of course, a lot of complaints that, uh, you know, we didn't have any face. Congress was a dead party. So what
0: was the biggest, uh, I mean, complaint or, you know, problem that he had? It has
2: become very factionalized that uh, there is no uh, unity uh, Mm -hmm. and leaders are fighting amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. And for him, two Congress leaders cannot see each other eye to eye.
0: Hmm. so forget
2: about we fighting AAP uh, you know right. the, even the, the Chidambaram
0: and uh, yes, Pranamukharji's yes. daughter and that has come they up had a
2: spat quite yeah. a lot lately right, right? right. you know so Chidambaram saying nice and Sharmishta sort of yeah. you know Milindira is like oh you know a fun fact which nobody knew you know Arvind Kejival has done this good thing yeah. you know
3: revenue has increa- too uh, increased too much so. factionalism within the party
2: yeah. Yeah. yes and Makan is like hitting and then he accusing that you wanted a coalition uh, with AAP and you know all that you know, this he's just making marred. everything worse. I yes, mean, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, look at
3: Ajay Makan. He was like missing from, you know, picture. I mean, throughout the yeah, election, he was yeah. missing from the picture. So, I think it, I mean, reflects a lot about the party, yeah. what's mm. going on. And and also, I mean, their strategy in this election, I think it was quite ironic, you know, very redundant. Because I remember I was uh, following KJ on a road show, mm. and in the Kondli constituency, I mean, one of, like, one local, he told me a very interesting thing is that, I don't understand why the party is fighting in the name of Sheila Dixit, don't they remember that we rejected, Delhi rejected, yeah, exactly. Sheila Dixit back in 2013, yeah, it... it's been seven years, and yeah. you were just repeating the same thing, I mean, it's, yeah. it doesn't make any sense.
1: And why, why would they, it was such a uh, bizarre. bizarre idea, because mm. if they won, would they bring her back and put yeah. in, a, would this yeah. be some sort of necrocracy? you know, <laughs> <laughs> how it is going to work? Exactly. it's uh, it actually you know in uh, it's national level state level everywhere when you have a stable government mm. I don't know it just seems like now in Indian politics your opposition is always going to be faction. you know ridden with mm. factionalism because congress is factionalism here like in mm. Delhi maybe BJP yeah. mm. in the face of up. Mm. Couldn't uh, can't hold it together. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they also can't. have their factionalism. Yeah, yeah, it's because Manush has Mr Shah's sanction mm. that uh, he, there is you know things are glued together. Mm. But we know the kind of factionalism that is within oh, the party yeah, yeah, between yeah. Goel and yeah, him yeah, yeah. and the rest. But yeah, yeah right. that's that's. Raman sir only
3: him. you know once told us in the office uh, Vijay Goel you know b- before the election dates were announced he had been you know roaming around in Delhi and he had been trying to you know erect massive hoardings you know like. Photo dalke, just to promote him as a potential chief ministerial candidate right. so all these right. things happen yeah, yeah the even WGP the like and everybody all everybody
0: you guys should watch our interview with Manoj Tavari. Abhinandan yeah. did it and even then he asked him this question about who is the chief ministerial candidate yeah. and yeah. he didn't give us an answer like hmm. moving on to NL intern Ayush now we will get to the story why Ayush is called NL intern no? So, Ayush recently wrote a first-hand account of uh, an event that he attended. It was organized by Op India and My Nation. And it was called Bharat Bodh. Yes. And Ayush says he survived to <laughs> tell the tale. a lifetime experience so, for Ayush. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> tell us more about this experience. What was this event all about?
1: This was an event to discuss whether India is heading towards Khilafa 2.0. <laughs> so you know whether uh, jinnah wali azad is coming to life etc it was organized at the constitution club of all right. places oh, and the irony yeah, it had <laughs> m- op india and my nation which are you know professional peddlers of misinformation online yeah. and it was the, when i looked at the one of the posters that came up on twitter and it had all these luminaries of the you know uh, of the internet Right wing, <laughs> Hindu right wing. Lunarist. So I thought, let's go, and it's eight hours longer. So, so yeah. what are they going to do? It's, it seems <laughs> like some you know Congress of Vienna where they're going to <laughs> divide Europe and say which one they have sovereignty <laughs> on. What is this about? Uh. So I just uh, went there out of curiosity, and they you were would
0: not recognized, no?
1: No, I was not recognized. Yeah. I was not because asked you my profession. Because we were worried
0: about you know you've uh, done so many reports, uh, yes, you know calling out of India for yes. their fake news and hatred.
1: But to their credit they didn't ask me if I was from News Laundry they didn't ask me there hmm. no one actually had an idea I think But right. well,
3: you had to go and register at the desk I guess
1: No I had to give, call the guy give an RSVP and Achha. go okay. which I did Fine, okay. yeah. So it, it had Rajiv Chandrasekhar Yeah tell
0: us the uh, names of these luminaries <laughs>
1: So Mr. Chandrasekhar yeah. who is the you know Vice President of uh, the Kerala BJP and he's the Member of Parliament for Rajya Sabha he, he was a chief And guest. also the owner
3: of the Republic TV
1: Not the owner now no, Majority
3: no. Stakeholder Oh, I think somebody... I'm not sure. Not? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. But I'm he used not, to be. He used yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But anyway, he came and he spoke about, you know, how NRC and CA are absolutely legitimately legit issues. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I this in, is what in, he uh, said. i like, oh, th- <laughs> th- that must be very legitimate. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> he said that NRC is pro-poor. And, you know, we had done a story on how this guy's channel called Suvarnan he a yeah. a Kannada, yeah. ch- Kannada channel had uh, done a story in January saying they went to some pl- a shanty in, in Bangalore. Bangalore. Yeah. Yeah. And they got hold of some guy and he said, you know, that are Bangladeshi And two days later, these uh, M C They
0: were demolished.
1: The People came mm. and they demolished yeah. the whole shanty and turned yeah. out there were no Bangladeshis. the mm. people from India. They were mm. Indians. They're his yeah. compatriots. Probably yeah. some yeah. of people who vote, might vote for him, you know, or his party. So, and he, this is the guy because of whom thousand people were rendered homeless. So, it was very rich to see him stand there and talk about oh NRC's Being pro-poor, pro-poor. <laughs> <laughs> like if anyone this guy knows <laughs> so that was uh, I thought this was the very f- second speech of that event within the first half an hour I thought wow what a promising beginning <laughs> that it ma- then there were you know P- Madhu Kishwar's panel oh th- God. talking about how so Sha-
0: tell me tell me top five most ridiculous statements that you huh, heard in okay, this,
1: okay. at this event the most ridiculous statement was I think uh, well ridiculous is you know almost be putting making it sound flippant when it was very dangerous this guy yeah. called Ashish Dhar who upward karke kuch hai and ka youtube yeah. ka channel where he speaks on gives their expertise he said that why are Hindus in Shaheen Bagh you know why mm. didn't they come out and beat Muslims mm. of course there'll be concerns about vigilante violence but uh, uh, and he dribbled out mm. so, and, he, and he said that and no one even you know raised him voice yeah, 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 yeah. like how can you if no. you're right wing if you're conservative mm. that the classical sense means that you are, you know, we are pro-tradition. You right. are for uh, right. individual rights. Hmm. You don't support the state's presence in society. Hmm. But what right wing is this to say that Muslims should be beaten should up by the Hindus? Up, yeah. what, what do you know about Delhi? For first mm. of all, to something like that. So that was one. Madhu so Kishwar no
3: one in the audience kind of objected no one. to this no statement? One.
1: Absolutely no one. Wow. Then Madhu Kishwar called it mini Pakistan. Yeah. Abhijit Ayyar Mitra, you know, the great foodie on Twitter, <laughs> he called it Pakistan. Uh, one guy in the audience asked uh, Anand Ranganathan whether India why shwa- in, in, why is India not treating Muslims the way China is, mm. oh. which is oh, meaning that was a putting them in concentration camps and doing re-education and all. it was bizarre. Like, this
0: was a kind of conversation. happening. The, and how
2: difficult was it for you to like
1: consume? Yeah, all exactly,
2: of it. and not get like tormented. <laughs> it was yeah. difficult
1: yeah. because I, I, I was telling you guys when I walked out of the event a vein in my forehead was throbbing pretty hard uh, it never happens and it yeah. was hap- it was because of the you know it was stress a googled it and I, why yeah. is this happening was stress does that
2: to yeah. you
3: I was stressed because of 8 hours of all that
1: that was
2: very mm-hmm. kind of Google though I mean <laughs> <laughs> it would have been straight yeah. away brain tumour for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's also yeah, brain tumour tell,
3: tell us about your favourite in the crowd well, Ranganathan uh, huh,
1: all these you know the who come and say loony things, that's fine. Yeah. But Ranganathan came and.
0: Ayush, please tell our viewers, listeners, who okay. Mr. Ranganathan is.
1: Well, yeah, Mr. Ranganathan is a scientist. He's an author. And he's very popular on Twitter. If you go and see his, uh, you know, uh, if you're not blocked, that is. If you go and see his profile. <laughs> I am blocked. Probably. Yeah. Six. Manisha is also blocked, Manisha. everyone here is everyone. probably blocked. And uh, he used to be part of News Laundry, he used yeah. to write articles, like lots of articles, uh, part of the Hafta podcast. And actually used to write very good articles four, five years ago if you read them. But now he has a change of heart part of Op India Mm. Swaraja he's a you know in that category so he came there and he's supposed to be the sophisticated intellectual who supposed you know calls Mm. out the left etc so I I was actually looking forward to him speaking Mm. so and he came and he spoke and he spoke about how Ambedkar what he thought of Muslims what he thought of Islam Mm. how Gandhi condoned violence on Hindus during the Mopila massacres Mm. so I thought okay this is very good but then you know when I think of Ambedkar, and if someone's going to lecture me on Ambedkar, I don't expect them to completely not talk about what Ambedkar thought said of caste, uh, exactly. caste system, yeah. what he thought, strong about exactly what he said about the religion he was born into. Because yes. that's how that was exactly. his. You know, people remember him exactly. as a thinker because yeah. 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 of that true, true. body of work. Yeah. Yes. So I thought, why is this guy not talking about that? He's mm. saying Islam is incompatible mm. to democracy to a whole room mm. where people are, you know, saying that the rape in Kathua did not happen. Wow. Hi- uh, Shaheen Bagh is Pakistan. So he's talking to a room of Hindu chauvinists. So, if he has is a public intellectual, the duty of a pu- public intellectual is to ruffle feathers. Yes, yeah. You have to rattle people with mm. their ideas. So, mm. he should be saying that he did not. So, the part of it, what in my report, what I tried to do is lay out why he could not say what he should have said. And mm. he, the reason is because, you know... Th- these are twitter celebrities they Mm. have like politicians in their life they have their constituencies online Mm. and if you (laughs) if you say anything that disconcerts them you'll be voted out Mm. you know you'll be jeered yeah when BHU happened when the Muslim professor wasn't getting mm-hmm. you know uh, his uh, some post in some Soviet, people yeah. some right wingers actually tried to defend him and pe- you know people came out and yeah. condemned them the sanghi trolls yeah. Yeah. they said oh this right winger he's also he said this.
0: something about uh, against blasphemy laws right but he was shut down yes, immediately. Yes, he, <laughs> he, he,
1: he took a very liberal position he said Ki IPC 295A uh, blasphemy is you know should be done away with etc uh, free speech is free speech and there was this guy called Rahul Roshan, he's mm. the CEO of OP India, and mm. he some put some you know very rancid counter saying, oh no, you know if you take away def- uh, the, the blasphemy laws, the, then Hindus it's the only hope of Hindus to fight against Muslims. The way Muslims harass Hindus, so you know it can be used against Muslims, etc. And I thought he'll argue it yeah. out. I, I wanted to see him do it because he stands up for all these Kamra and Rana Yub and Sheila Rashid on mm. his Twitter saying, oh, I for support... free speech. For free basically. speech. I don't know, he'll do it now. He didn't. He just yeah. collapsed. He's like, oh, uh, you, Rahul Roshan, one, Anand Ranganathan, zero. It was a very poor show and everyone yeah. was, you know, ha ha ha, look at him. <laughs> Couldn't even finally <laughs> <laughs> have an the, argument.
0: Tell us about uh, Madhu
1: Well, let's not...
0: <laughs> why not, why not?
1: I mean the moment you invite person like that mm. to an event which you market as a serious rethinking of your right. ideas how? That an, eight year girl, an 8 year old girl was raped in Kathua, she was Muslim she was raped inside a temple and this woman went online and ranted for days of how it didn't happen. It was a conspiracy to malign mm. the Hindus, blame it, blame it on Rohingyas. Mm. And how can you get a person like that? Yeah. On Even for Delhi event?
0: elections, yeah. for AAP's victory, she was saying that it's because of the Bangladeshi yeah. infiltrators who've come and they've give, been given voter IDs, and that's I why think it's not worth
3: Engaging with what she said and it's her
1: absolutely thoughts, yeah. not. And uh, so that the, deeply, that these people are open to engaging, mm. meaning means it's it's mm. something. Is very wrong with you know what they think of themselves yeah. so Madhukishwara is just another you know one of the crazy people online
0: Ayush since you you know you read so much about history you're really actually interested in all of that what were some of the major historical inaccuracies that you heard at <laughs> the event
1: Ramanathan at one point said that Ambedkar's conversion to Buddhism. To, from, to Buddhism from Hinduism and how his you know the site where he converted is you know th- you, have, you see throng, throngs of crowds coming to it to hmm. Days, shows how the dharma hmm. is you know open and uh, very calm about apostasy whereas Islam you know you're condemned to death which is true <laughs> yeah. mm. but then you know Ambedkar received death threats in his life yeah. Yeah. when mm. he was uh, when he announced that he would leave his religion mm. right. and uh, it's not that the caste Hindus who opposed him you know didn't make some noise about his conversion because they were tolerant yeah. it's because they were absolutely opposed to the kind of reform I think it Ziyatri happens people.
3: even now I mean if, if some Dalit guy tr- you know tries to convert to say Islam yeah. or some yeah, other yeah, religion yeah, yeah. then I mean as long as he's a Hindu nobody you yeah. know, cares about that person but once he makes that shift then people in yeah. you know, the yeah. upper caste just found that person. In, yeah. in Kerala
1: in 2018 a Dalit man was assaulted by the Bajrang Dal for converting, converting to yeah. Islam. Yeah. Hmm. This Sakshi Maharaj who's a member of parliament yes. mm. in the parliament of India mm. he said that there should be death sentences for Hindus who convert to Islam. Wow! Mm. So, like ma- so scripture or no scripture yeah. I mean mm-hmm. uh, Ranganathan's whole argument is that scripture the, uh, the Quran says That you have to do horrible things. So therefore Muslims have to be horrible. So
0: what was the whole good Muslim, bad Muslim argument that he was making?
1: That the Quran says that you have to hate uh, homosexuals, that you have to be condemned to that if you leave the religion. So a good Muslim is the one who does not follow the Quran. But by default, a good Muslim does not not adhere to the precepts of the holy book and I Mm. thought uh, okay but but that just leaves it halfway. you know there is no document uh, clearly laying out the caste system in the Hindu scriptures Mm -hmm. there are Manu and which all prescribe punishments to Dharma Shastras you know but they they don't lay it out but still violence happens it's systematic Mm. and Ambedkar wrote about this he said Mm. you know that people Hindus who criticize Muslims for you know bringing religion by the sword but Hindus themselves have led Mm. people astray and kept up in darkness by mm. not sharing knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And that that Hindu is because he's mean. That Muslim who brings it religion through sword is cruel. And meanness is worse than cruelty. Yeah. He wrote yeah. this yeah. in Annihilation yeah. of yeah. Caste. Yeah. Mr. Ranganathan if you're watching this you should read that book. It's written yeah. by Ambedkar by the way. So <laughs> it, it's, it's uh, that person like that can come and just not be selective. And he writes for Op India. It was just uh <laughs> mm. well, you we saw his reaction, stressful, yeah. yeah, stressful, um
0: all right, uh now let's move to the recommendations, guys. We've yes. reached the end of the podcast. time limit is almost over,
1: yes, mm. um since we were talking about pollution and how pollution is not an issue. I did a report back in November seeing how there were three meetings that the central government had convened with the state governments to talk about pollution and how they did not happen because the Minister of Environment Mm -hmm. went very conveniently to Maharashtra to campaign. It's on Mr. Javadeker. Mm-hmm. You can read it, uh, you can find it on my news laundry. And that's my recommendation, yeah.
2: Veena? Um, I'll recommend uh, one article by uh, Gyanendra Pandey. Uh, this came in uh, the Indian Express a few days ago. And the title goes somewhat like uh, how Indians have taken uh, started taking less pride in multilingualism. So this is one thing only Indians had, you know, as their asset is, you know, we know a lot of language and we know it. At, at the back of our hand and right. how English has become uh, the language we work we talk we, we express think we also, think yeah. mm. and uh, uh, the languages uh, you know which we have been brought up or you know the cultural roots are uh, they have reduced to something we only use when we are talking to our you know it's become classist you know so we are talking to your house helps mm. or you know some uh, shopkeeper you know and that is the only time we use yeah. so it's it's an mm. interesting piece it's an eye opener where everyone is trying to learn and become mm. like you know ayan yeah my recommendation is this
3: uh, opinion piece which came out today uh, in the indian express it's written by uh, professor c raja mohan so since uh, donald trump is coming to india on the mm. 24th of february so raja mohan basically says that uh, new delhi needs to come to terms with certain profound changes that have come up in american you know mm. policy so I think it's kind of a, you know, suggestive piece for the government. So I think people can read it because uh, what he's suggesting is that uh, there have been certain changes from the traditional, you know, policy discourse of America. And these changes have come up during uh, Trump's time. So New Delhi can, you know, make a meaningful engagement with Trump only if they understand, you know, the reality of these changes. So, it's it's all about that.
0: Great. Uh, so, my first recommendation is Ayush's report. It's really entertaining and it, it gives you an insight into how, you know, these misguided thoughts drive the right-wing narrative in India, right?
1: You're giving them a benefit of doubt by calling them misguided.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just uh, trying to... You're generous. <laughs> kind, kind person. <laughs> yeah, hateful, I would... Hateful is the word but yeah you should totally read that report and my second recommendation is this netflix uh, show called Derry Girls it's uh, based in northern ireland during the 1990s during the times of the troubles and it ends with uh, ira signing that military uh, peace pact and it's it's uh, it's uh, based around uh, it revolves around a bunch of girls teenagers right mm-hmm growing up there and what it's like you know to live you know your militaries everywhere their bombings every day you know and how they still manage to stay teenagers what's you the know, title again Dairy Girls okay. Yeah. So that's that. And uh, if you liked what you heard and saw, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever platform you're tuned into, YouTube in this case. And we also have a bunch of other podcasts like Hafta and Awful and Awesome, better the rating, more the reach. And that means more subscribers. And that in turn means better content.
3: If you are listening to this podcast, please share this with your friends and family. Please spread the word because uh, News Laundry, we are an ad-free platform. So, please spread the word and please subscribe to newslaundry.com. Pay to keep news free.
2: Also, uh, guys, we are eager to get your feedbacks and whatever you have to say regarding this podcast. Any ideas, any suggestions, we are here. Uh, you can uh, mail us on um, contact at newslaundry.com uh, with subject line reporters without orders. And yeah, and we'll be we will be eagerly waiting for your feedbacks. So. And
1: remember... When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Pay to keep news free and subscribe to News Laundry.
0: Yes. And you can also leave your comments on Twitter and Instagram. And with that, this podcast is adjourned. See you next week.
2: All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform.
3: Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. (laughs)